for everything you ever wanted to know, all the questions that have been left unanswered, and everything in between. This is the Cynical Prisoner Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Uh, This is your host, Brian, and I'm back again delivering the first episode of the Cynical Prisoner Podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about how I even came up with this idea. And one of the main reasons that I came up with this was because of the such mass confusion that is taking place in the world today and how we came here. This podcast is going to be built on stories, revelations of things that have actually happened, things that are about to happen, things that may have gone overlooked or underlooked outside of what your normal daily occurrence even considers and beyond what you're shown on the news. How I decided to come up with this podcast in this very first episode is going to be broken down in a very simple form starting right now. Back in 2008, 2009 era, I was just getting out of my senior year in high school. I had decided that I was trying to get into college. I had a very rough time getting into college and we were facing a new dilemma that was happening around us. I wasn't very aware of it, but I quickly became to understand that there was something going on around the world that was going to affect us all. During this time, it became one of the biggest financial fuck-ups that have ever taken place in all of the stock market's history. What I'm talking about is the 2008 financial crash. Now, during that time and the few years after, we're fine. I got accepted into college. Things started to work out. Things started to play appropriately. And then out of nowhere, I wound up trying and getting successfully into a fraternity. Once I got into that fraternity, uh, things just kind of went downhill. I was super focused in joining this fraternity. This is not your normal, average, slow fraternity. I was in a very elite fraternity, one of the biggest actually in the world. Um, And I had learned a lot, especially occultism, how fraternities operate, um, some of the hazing that takes place, and how you grow in the fraternity, what you're expected to be, who you're expected to be, and the connections that you build through these fraternities. I will not be naming the fraternity that I had joined. There was no explicit anything essentially gay that had happened nor am I homophobic. However, there were different scenarios in which you'd be dehumanized or represented as less than human and humiliated and then also physically and verbally abused. Through these times, I learned more about myself than I care 
to admit. I had made a series of friends who became some of my closest friends and my closest individuals at these times because of the vast and insane hell we were put through. Similar to why going through a military school to be indoctrinated into a military style program. I had learned very quickly what my role was and my role was to shut the fuck up, listen and do what I was told. And after some confrontations that I had with the individuals above me, I quickly realized that was the one way I was going to unfortunately succeed until I was able to take the reins and control my portion of what I could control within this fraternity. Fast forward a few years, I made it through and I was in charge of making sure that these new individual recruits did and followed the rules and I did my job a little bit differently. I would, instead of just hazing individuals, I would also partake in the hazing experience. When I told these individuals that they were to do certain actions, I would partake in them. Again, reiterating the fact that this would not be any homophobic or anything related to sexual, anything sexual at all. It would be a series of humiliation tactics as well as breaking the human spirit and mind and pushing them to the limits they've never been pushed before. Whether that be working until they could possibly not stand up anymore or making them suffer in the wilderness uh, with very little to have around them. Now this is what I was partaking myself in as well. And I quickly decided to leave this kind of behavior. While that was happening, I was also flunking out of school and changing directions and not understanding where I was going. I became incredibly lost, confused, disruptive, abrasive, and aggressive. And I remember questioning things a lot more than I had ever done before. In one instance, I was in an economics class where I thought I had understood where the power of money was coming from and how money originated and where and how it was utilized. My whole understanding back when, when I was young and naive, was that I understood that money was backed by gold. I was quickly turned down almost immediately when I brought up the concept to my economics professor. When I had raised my hand and I said, yes, money is backed by the gold standard, which he quickly shut me down and told me it is not. Until a few years later, I had no idea that it wasn't backed by the gold standard. However, he then went on to explain to us that money is backed pretty much by humans and our compatibility to work as of right now. From my understanding, there's really no backing behind any of the currency that we have out there. It's not backed by anything. 
And I can state that for a fact because I work in the U.S. Treasury. So I understand this. I understand this more than anything. We're told we have budgets at the end of the year that don't exist. And when they don't need them to exist, they dissipate. And when they don't want to pay anybody for any overtime, all of a sudden the budgets come into play. So I see this firsthand. Is there a budget that they have to abide by? Sure there is. Does the debt ceiling get increased every year? Of course it does. Does it matter? It doesn't. Why does it not matter? Because money doesn't exist and it's backed by absolutely nothing. Now, this is where the whole concept of the cynical prisoner comes into place. I'm someone who would love to believe that this were the truth and that I understand the truth to the best that I can. However, moving forward, what I'm starting to understand is I have to question everything and everything I question is put myself into a prison because those around me may not have the full full capacity to question things themselves and or are comfortable in their living of their lifestyle that they tend to forget about the hardships that others around them may be facing. Pushing forward a few years later after getting out of college, we started to get a small group of friends together that I hadn't seen in a while. And I took a job that I hadn't had in a very long time or ever in matter of fact, I was in a job that I didn't really want to be in, but I took it because I flunked out of college. Uh, The reason I flunked out of college, I was just having a very difficult time focusing. Um, You could blame it on ADHD and ADD. It was a variety of different things. I never felt comfortable uh, continuing with college. I did try very hard. It wasn't something that I wasn't trying to do, but I did have a lot more fun than probably what I should have had. Years after I graduated college, I met up with some friends of mine and we started to question things that were happening within the government and what was going on. Some of the things that we started to question became rather serious and we kind of fell into a mental trap where we got lost. Um, A lot of these things I had seen years prior to them actually taking place and I fell into a trap and I tried to warn people and let them know of what was happening. Again, a cynical prisoner is what I became. Someone who questioned everything, trapped inside of my own mind, unable to explain to anyone on the outside what was happening, to open the door and understand that there possibly could be another way to see things. During this time, I thought it was in my best interest to start preparing. I was smart enough to understand that I needed to prepare for any and all circumstances that could be taking place. I started to see different things that many people still aren't aware of today. I tend to believe that the weather is manipulative. I don't feel like the weather is following a set pattern anymore. In my full understanding, it seems as if the weather can be manipulated. Is that far-fetched? It could be. Is that something I believe? Sure. Do you have to believe it? Absolutely not. But does it seem realistic? It can. I've seen dramatic situations in which 
certain areas have had devastating effects of weather which cannot be proven and haven't been proven over time or where they have come from. Now, we started to break this down further and understand that we saw some maybe possibilities of what could be propaganda that was sent from other countries to dissuade us and make us feel like we were on to something inside of our own government that was meant to break us down and destroy our own minds inside of our government and our belief system of our own government. That may be true. What I mean by that is it's not far-fetched for a other country to create a propaganda campaign demonstrated to be issued to US citizens that portrays the US as being a area in which you may not know what's going on. There could be hidden agendas hidden inside the US that you are not aware of, and it would be in the best interest of a foreign company to confuse an individual and make this happen and confuse them and set them off their tracks so that they themselves start to question their own government. Could this have possibly happened? Absolutely. However, being the cynical prisoner I am, there I have facts that would change and alter the way that this is being stated. Now, one of the things that I have to say is that when I am creating this and writing this down, you as the individual listener have any opportunity in the world to either believe or disbelieve what I am saying, and it is up to you. I'm just going to tell you the facts and what has happened in my life, and you can determine whether or not you want to believe it or not, and that is up to you. It is totally fine. As I started getting deeper into this rabbit hole of government conspiracies and questioning whether or not 9/11 was an actual an event and or if there was a large new world order that was set out to destroy all mankind to set up some utopia in which I still don't understand or why but while we were taking place and understanding this we decided to build a series of actions some of those actions in which I created were to create shelters in place in areas that were off limits to most people and most people had no access to them. So I gathered a small group of friends, we went out, we bought a bunch of items together that we thought would help protect us in times when things got dark and or if we needed to prepare for the worst of all catastrophic things to happen including death or kidnappings and or mutilation of some sort. So we were prepared for all of this. Not to do to anybody else, but in case it happened to us, we were prepared. We had stockpiled food. We started to stockpile a bunch of different things. And as this was happening, we were trying to relay messages to family and friends of what was happening confusing them even more falling further into our cynical prisons that we had built for ourselves and unable to escape or allow others to see the inside of our prisons and where they were being held as well <clears throat> they just couldn't follow or understand what was going on now during this time it may get a little confusing so as we were building up and putting all of our resources into 
our new areas that we had found and in secluded areas that we knew were off limits to the public, weird things started happening. Now it's up to you to believe this or not, but I am telling you the truth. This is 100% factual. These actual events started to happen to me and my fellow friends along the way. And this is me going on and telling you the story of how it happened. While we were building this so-called fort that was away from things that most people would never have access to, almost as if we were building a bunker, uh, we started to get followed. Um, There were instances where I would be at a friend's house and a car across the street would pull up and an individual inside of an SUV would start taking pictures of our house, my friend and I, and the neighbor's house. Now, at this point, I was filled with aggression, nervousness, confusion, and erratic behavior, in which are some of the tendencies I still hold today, unfortunately. I challenged this individual and I started knocking on this individual's window. And when I did, he rolled down the window and I asked him, what are you taking pictures for? And he told me, I am taking pictures for the bank. And I said, what bank are you taking pictures for? And he would not give me any answer to what bank he was taking pictures for, nor would he give me any other information about himself and or where I could reach out to him or why he was taking pictures. Shortly after he took these pictures, he decided it was in his best interest to leave. I became freaked out, put the stuff inside of our vehicle, went to the next destination that was off limits to most of the public. It had been on private property. We decided to unload all of our stuff inside of our mini bunker that we created and set aside a bunch of stuff that we thought was needed in case of any emergency we would have taken place. This was off a road that was not connected to, it was connected to a main road, but it was on an off road. We get to this area and again, a new individual follows us down in a somewhat SUV car Yet again, they start taking pictures of us and again, of all of what we were doing. At this point, I am highly concerned. I believe I'm starting to play chess in my mind and I'm playing out the differences and the situations that are about to take place. Either I am going to be framed and or I will be murdered and or I will be set up for something that is about to take place. What happens from there is we decide to call it off. Immediately, this guy rolls up and again, I challenge this new individual and what he's taking pictures for. He's stating he's taking pictures for the bank. They wanna take pictures of the property because they're getting ready to see if they can sell it and or if they can sell the area. Again, false statements. None of the information over the last 10 years of this taking place, that spot is still 
has no individual taking place there right now. It's still not for sale. It's still held by private property, nor has the neighbor of the individual that I went to go pick up my friend's house ever been sold and or been relisted on the bank. And those are two of the weirdest situations that we came across. I started screaming frantically at this individual to get the fuck out of here. I continued to yell at him, screaming at him to get the fuck out of here. He finally listened and drove off very slowly, but he drove off. It was at that point I told the individuals that we were with that I felt like we were being framed. I took one last look. I was very close to the Hudson and it seemed as if there were a lot of boats out in certain areas in certain directions. I don't have the best eyesight, but it looked like they were focused on our area. I cannot prove that they had binoculars and or how many boats were out there or why there were so many boats out there. It was a nice day. They could have been just fishing. But again, with the two instances that had taken place prior where the individuals had followed us and taken pictures of us twice already getting to this new destination, a third possibility popped into my mind that there were people watching us out on the Hudson River taking note of what we were doing. While this was happening, I decided to call everything off. We took all of our supplies, separated, and decided that this was in our best interest to let it go and not talk about it again. For whatever reason, all of this came down after we were trying to inform our parents and everybody else that there were situations that were taking place that seemed like they were out of our control that were coming to harm us in the near future. Why am I bringing this up now? Because it seems like it's a repetitive pattern that is constantly happening. And over time, things have continuously got worse. We are now in 2021 with the new overall coronavirus, which no one could have anticipated. There have been signs and you can see them everywhere. However, they were missed by many. And that's why I will always be the cynical prisoner, but I will be in my cage telling you the stories in which I have gathered over this time and bringing to you new things that you may have missed along the lines of you living your everyday normal life. Now it's up to you to believe this story or not. I cannot provide any more clues to you to make this believable, but I swear on my entire life, this is an actual true story with true events that actually took place. Uh, shortly afterwards, I decided it was in my best interest to go speak to a psychiatrist about some of these events that had taken place. And I had built a rope out of my mind to get back into my mind in case things didn't start to add up. Some of the plays that I was working on to make sure that these were actually events that were actually true was where I would set up a situation where I would try to find out if it was going to happen and I would listen to certain events and see if they played out. If those events didn't play out out of three out of the five times, which a majority of, the, of them didn't, I then decided that it was in my best interest to let it go as of this time. So that's not to say some of those events were scheduled to happen, but were brushed under the rug due to the fact that they were unnecessary and or 
not capable of happening. However, those events were triggers in my mind in which I needed to climb back up out of this rabbit hole to get back to regular understanding of what was taking place. And what I mean by that was coming back outside of my cynical cage and accepting the pasture in which I'm allowed to stand on, eating the grass which I was allowed to eat, and questioning as very little as I'm allowed to. And now I see myself back in this cage, closed doors, cynically accepting and questioning everything around me again. And this is where I will leave you for the end of our first recording of the cynical prisoner, his dilemma and an eye-opening experience to maybe some of the things that you may have missed along your journey through life that I would hope that I can bring to you. And if you like this, please feel free to subscribe and watch and listen for more. I will be going over topics that have been swept under the rug that most people do not bring to light and or care to talk about and or want to talk about and or have missed over time. And I believe that these things should be talked about. I love you all. I wish you the best of luck on your journey through life. And I plan on continuing to do this and delivering the best information I possibly can. Thank you. Have a great night. Your true locked up friend, the cynical prisoner.